Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. I am tired. I am salty. It is 10 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday, right in the middle of Labor Day. I'm here. Jim's here. How are you, Jim? You look all wide awake. Well, it's, you know, for me, it's it's a, you know, work day kind of thing. <laughs> so I'm usually up. You know, you're usually up and at him, too. Usually, usually, but like right in the heart of my three-day weekend, I'm not thinking like, all right, I'm going to set my alarm and get up like it's go-to-work day. It's, I almost threw my phone out the fucking window this morning. There's a lot that we do to put the show out, and we don't advertise, we don't uh, put them through that at this point. It's a labor of love. Yes, yes, we're doing this, we're doing this for you in the middle of the week, so... uh, we have a lot to cover today. We do. We're we going to talk a little movie pass. We're going to talk uh, how life uh, attacked both of us. Maybe uh, I saw The Goon 2. I might discuss how I think that that's a, a now, drinking game. Is it game. The Goon or just Goon 2? I think it's Goon 2, The Enforcer. The Enforcer. Well, he is an enforcer. Something in the story of The Enforcers. I don't know. I guess some lame-ass tag name. But yeah. uh, it, it, it wasn't an improvement on the first one. We'll get to that. Um you're proposing a bet. I'm yeah. I'm proposing a bet. Uh, you just heard. Um, you're probably saying, Travis, Jim, what's with all the Ariel Pink? That's that's two times now in a month you've played um, Ariel Pink. Well, he's got a new album coming out, and I pre-ordered it on iTunes. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that experience. Why should everyone love this this band? Because I do. <laughs> is it composed of anybody from a former band? Are they new? Are they old? No. I don't know much about him in other Yeah, words. he's like my age. And, you know, he's just sort of been like this indie musician from L.A. since the early 2000s. Just doing his thing. I think it's a good thing. Why, why would you pre-order something? Okay. Well, because I'm excited about the album. And I had like some extra like iTunes cash on my uh, account, so it was like, okay, Ariel Pink's new album, nine ninety nine. I look on my iTunes account, you've got like eleven bucks left over from the last thing that I did on iTunes. So it was like, why not? And then you pre-order, and you get two songs at the time. You got two songs in advance, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to pre-order, and it's just going to take. Straight nine ninety nine out of my account. It doesn't do that because it's a dollar twenty nine per song, and this is going to be a fourteen song album, and it's dollar twenty nine per song, and all of a sudden I notice that they take out like two dollars and sixty cents from my iTunes account. I'm like, what the fuck? So they're taking out a dollar twenty nine per song 
you know, for those first two songs that you get to listen to in advance of the album. Then about two weeks ago, they dropped a third song. Another $1.29 comes off my account. No $9.99, no $9.99 as of yet. So I'm sitting here going like, am I getting slow jobbed here? Like, is it going to be $1.29, $1.29, $1.29? Say they release like four more songs before the album comes out. Shit. I'm getting fucked. And then they take off the $9.99 on top of it? Or do they just $1.29 me until it gets to $9.99? I have a few questions. Okay. Did you hit buy album or pre-order album and pay that? I hit pre-order album. And then, once again, $9.99 didn't come out of my account. $1.29 times two came out of my account for two songs. When you pre-order the album and the songs become available, they just become available. If you don't actually execute the pre-order and they take the money out, then you are, in fact, not pre-ordered, and I believe buying those songs individually at this point. Fuck you. I think. I mean... I, I, I hit buy album and then said, you know, you got to you know, pre-order because this album's not out yet, so I pre-ordered. This is why decent people pirate music. <laughs> right? It is. Uh, it's like, an inconvenient fucking thing to just get the get what you want out of the device. Right. Well, it's just okay. Why didn't it just take nine ninety nine out off my thing, and then as content comes available, drop it to me. Yep. It's selectable. It's yep. yeah. Just make it that easy. Instead, you're nickel and di- you know dollar twenty nine, dollar twenty nine. What if it is that easy, and you're just not capable of pre-ordering an album through your device. How likely is that? Well, we're going to find out on the 15th what, <laughs> what happened because uh, I'm hoping that it's just going like $1.29, $1.29 till it hits $9.99. Then once it hits $9.99, it's like, okay, he's paid for the album. Stop. That's not the case. If I keep getting nickel and dimed. Well, I, then- have, I have bought a couple of, of songs off albums. Right. And then the... Album price because I bought them drops and drops and drops. So right. it's like if you want the whole album, hit right here. And then so you, that could be happening. That's what I'm thinking is happening. Is that's what I'm hoping is happening. Actually, I shouldn't say thinking. I feel like you're savvy enough to avoid the slow job. That's what I think too. But we all know what happened to my car over the winter. Slow play is what it would be called. But I like slow job. Slow Although job. It sounds like a little more beneficial. Slow job. Slow job sounds. The slow job sounds all right. Like if actually. a girl offered you a slow job, you'd be like. All right. I'll take the slow job. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, hot summer day. I'll nice. go for a slow job. Slowly played, though. None of us want that. No. Want to be slow played? Mm, no. 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 I gave women up, actually, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> actually, speaking of, man, it feels like it's already shifted into fucking autumn. Speaking of hot summer days, I, didn't, I don't feel like we got any hot summer days this year. Well, I feel like it's autumn already. Minnesota did not have the hot august that a lot of the country's having yeah it's been mild very mild so i'm thinking like winter's fucking coming they say when you have a mild summer you pretty much have a mild winter Hmm. like it doesn't translate to oh august was cold so december's going to be just frigid it's usually a mild winter oh that would be lovely but mild winter means more snow warmer temperatures mean more snow colder temperatures less snow right uh, my car, I think my car would be all right with the snow. I think it's the cold that was killing my car. So. And we don't want any more of the cold. In fact, you know, yeah. the car forced you to miss some shows last year. What, yeah. 
Why were we absent last week? We had a guest last week. You weren't here for it. I thought the guest was great. Um, I thought it was good that I was absent. We got a, we got a chance to get some tips from um, a real deputy. There were... I, I feel like you just shut us down. Like, you just be nice to me. <laughs> Your only out is to be nice to me. Otherwise, you're getting a ticket. <laughs> that seems about right, though. You know, we've spoken uh, since the show because he was interested in, you know, where to find it and... And obviously, Natural Curiosity has been on a podcast. Yeah. And so uh, after he had heard himself on the show, he says to me, uh, I don't think you're getting it. And I said, yeah, you don't think I'm getting what? He said that, you know, there is no playbook. We don't have like a book with chapters in it where we can go and say, shooter at this part of a fair and we can go deal with it. Right. You know, we just have a, an emergency response to everything and then there'll be a separate entity or someone else that comes in and starts calling plays. And I was like, no, I totally get that. Yeah, it was pretty clear in the show, I thought. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand that. I think that's really scary. Same here. <laughs> like, you know, like you said on the show, like, isn't there, you know, you're NASA. You are the people that think of these things. Um, but I get it. There's no way to predict what a homicidal maniac's going to do. I don't know if he's going to shoot left, if he's going to shoot right, if he's going to shoot straight. I don't know what he's got. Maybe he's got grenades. I don't know. So it is hard to predict that. But I would like to think that if it went down, like we at least have like some sort of plan, like, okay, we insert sniper team and we shoot him between the eyes. I'd like to know that that's going to happen. Quickly. Yes. Any, anything, I guess my point to him was, let's mull it over. Right. You know, as a group, let's say, okay, if crazy, crazy shit happens, here's what we're going to do. And he's like, well, that's part of the emergency. I mean, that's already been determined because it's an emergency response, whatever the response is. I said, you know, I don't need you to uh, prepare for an asteroid. Right. Okay. I can, I can see how that would be a waste of time. But uh, I feel like shooters, kidnappings, you know, eminent threat at a public gathering might be something we just might want to think about yeah. Like how to, yeah you know i mean you know it happened in france already you know it's what was the recent one there's i, I know at least in europe there's been spain two, just spain took a just hit yeah i mean what are the spaniards doing to people where we're like let's get those sons of bitches I they're so <laughs> i don't get it man because they're like they're so chill yeah, you never really... The only thing I've heard about Spain recently in the news has either been soccer or poor economic climate and wonderful travel destination. Right. <laughs> you know, I, you know, if we're going to go back to the 1400s, you know, fuck Spain, but... <laughs> Nobody suspects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> now it's like, I don't know, just calm down over there. Right. They're mowing people down. Right. They want to let you know. Terrorist, terrorism wants you to know that no matter where you are, they're pissed. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, everything's cool over here in Spain? We're pissed. And shouldn't that very point make you want to say, hey... You know, we are having a gathering of about twenty to 50,000 people every weekend. Yeah. It's a pretty we're, soft target. Yeah, we're Minnesotans. We're pretty chill, you know. We're not fighting drunks. We're, we're very uh, festive drunks. So uh, high, high population of white people, too. Yeah. Not that it's a racist thing, but I feel like if you're wanting a, a, the, that type of target, it's opportune. Wow, I, I think you're just, you're giving... I think you need to stop talking. I think you're giving people bad <laughs> ideas. You think I'm creating a manifesto? <laughs> I don't want to do that. It's probably... 
Yeah. Now that I'm reflecting, that's probably a bad call. I'm just over here like, stop. Yeah. I hope the deputy listens so he's like an idiot. <laughs> Memory was telling me, uh, I don't know if you listened last week, but he was saying uh, that I just have, a, I have a, a face that you just want to give a ticket to. Oh, I love that part because like how many times, how many, uh, does he listen to the show? How many times do I say, I'm, I can't stand looking at your pricky face? Yeah, he agrees. <laughs> well, as you know, I don't tell any friends, relatives, or anybody that I do this. Right. So but the majority of the people that know me don't know I have a, a podcast. <laughs> so before he came over, um, you know, we were just, we were kind of running through like what we were going to do or whatever. And, and uh, he wasn't quite sure. He's like, I'm more of a, a color guy. I don't want to, you know, yeah. I'm not going to lead the convo. He said, uh, you know, about how many listens do you guys have? And I said, well, there's probably in an average month somewhere between ten and 20,000 listens. Yeah. Uh, but it, I'm not entirely certain because there's, we, there's places the where demographics, they don't yeah, have analytics. The analytics, I should say. Yeah, <clears throat> the analytics are all weird. And he, his face just dropped, and he's like, I thought you guys were just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got your little dinky little, you know, it's cute, it's cute. Right. You talk, you talk to your other friends. You could just use a telephone, but you use the internet to talk to your friends. Okay. Is it cable access equivalent? Like, Is that the kind of numbers you get if you have a cable access show? What, ten to 20,000? A month, yeah. Or is it way more than that? I don't even know. Because I never really watch cable access, so I feel like it isn't... I don't... See, I don't have it at my house, but when I go to other people's houses and I discover that they have it, I watch it. Do you? I love it. Do you watch Channel 2? You have that? Uh, That's a negative. That's a negative. (laughs) You slipped right into no. Yeah. Um, Like, when I go to Obie's... Actually, today, when I go to Obie's, I might might watch some public access. We're not a big deal. No. Because there's big deal shows. Exactly. No, we're... We're, we're not even we're, a... I don't know if we're even a minor deal. I don't even know if we're a deal. I don't even know if we're a deal. But we're not nothing. We're, exactly. We're something. Yeah, we're something. We're somewhere between nothing and deal. We're like the percentage of kids in school presently that play D&D. Yes. We're the D&D kids. We're the D&D kids. Fuck. <laughs> if this doesn't work out, name of the new show. <laughs> D&D kids. The D&D kids. <laughs> I uh, I went and saw The Goon 2. Uh, don't need to get to that right away because before we got there, my parents had purchased MoviePass. Do you know what MoviePass is? No. It was all over the news. And I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, lifers, which you are very good at. <laughs> I believe uh, the guy that started Netflix started something called MoviePass. And basically it's a subscription uh, that you pay for, it's like nine ninety five a month, and it allows you to see an unlimited amount of movies for one person. In the movie theater. Mm-hmm. You get to go to a theater, and they just let you into their theater to watch unlimited movies. There is a catch. Okay, what's the catch? Uh, it's a two-part authentication to get your ticket. What's that mean? So... If you're on an Android or you're on an iPhone, you have to... Well, first you sign up online mm-hmm. and give your banking information, blah, blah, blah. Right, create, like a Netflix. Create an account. Right. And then they're going to mail you what looks like a MasterCard. Okay. It even has a little MasterCard insignia on it. So it is a Master. So they send you a MasterCard. So it looks like a credit card. Yeah. Now, if you just take that credit card up to the desk and say, I want a ticket, it'll say bank rejected. 
So well, what did I do wrong? Well, what you should have done is then gone either to the Google App Store or the Microsoft Store or the uh, iTunes Store, downloaded their MoviePass app, and then you put in your login information, blah, blah, blah. It kind of gives you a brief tutor- tutorial, and then it shows you the theaters that accept it. Uh, okay. Now, when I first did this, everything was fine, and uh, I, I had actually, uh, not knowing how it worked, had just involuntarily uh, directed myself, so to speak, because I was sort of reading the literature that came with the card for my parents. Now, my parents are in the 70s. Right. And so every bit of this is just cumbersome bullshit to them. Right. But they like the idea of seeing movies for 10 bucks a month. Yeah. So they each got a card, and I, de- I got everything prepared on both phones, and then they went ahead of me. Mm-hmm. So when they got there, they're like, it doesn't work, because they just handed the card to the person, and the card doesn't work. And when she brought her app up, it wasn't working. So the app isn't totally flawless. I had to log out of her app and log back in to get the information to show. But you have to be within 100 yards of the theater you're going to buy tickets for. And I think that they did that so that, you know, obviously if you're paying the fee, you could sign up for tickets and not show up. Right. And then it would actually cost movie theaters. So you have to be pretty much on your way into the movie theater. So you have to enable your uh, tracking device on your phone then. Yeah, I think it does ask you to have that on your uh, GPS or whatnot. Yep. And so then you uh, select... Which instantly has me paranoid. I am a little big brother about it too. Yeah. Uh, So when you get to the theater, you select the theater. Then you select the the movie you want to go to. So in our case, we're like, okay, I want to go see Goon 2. And then you hit a box that says, you know, reserve your seat or check in or whatever. That action then sends the money necessary to get into the theater to the card and allows the theater to charge the card as they normally would. Okay. And you have to do, my, my parents... So if you wanted to go, like, go see Goon 2 and then hop over and see blah, 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 then, you know, like, just hop and spend the day in the theater, you can, but you have to, like, go, like, beep, boop, 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 Goon. Yes. Ticket. Beep, boop, 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 next movie. Ticket. Beep, boop, 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 third movie. Ticket. You can if you're within 100. So let's say you're at the theater and you want to watch Goon 2 and then you want to go to another movie and another movie. As long as you're within 100 yards because it's not uh, time dependent, you could select all five movies in a row, then hand her the card and say, I want to go to this movie at this time, this movie at this time, and she'd hand you all five tickets. Okay. And because uh, it's it's basically just loading the card with money. Oh, dude, we should do that. We should just go spend a day at the movies. I would totally do that and have done that. Yeah, we should do that. So uh, it actually ended up working pretty slick. And then there was the movie. Yeah, how was the movie? Because you asked me and I kind of went, wait, they made a sequel? <laughs> I, I wanted <laughs> us both to go. I know you're a hockey guy. Yeah, but I mean, I'm going, wasn't that based off a true story? They made a, it's, like, it's like making a sequel to Titanic. When you said that, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't I I just liked the original movie The Goon. Yeah, it was based off a true story. It was Sean William Scott in a minor league hockey organization who had basically one talent in hockey which was just to beat the ever-living hell out of people. But the nicest guy off the ice. T- nicest, most p- polite, simple. He's a simple S- guy. Yes. And you follow him and uh, basically him going from um is he? I think he was playing like juniors or something. I don't know. Was he playing hockey at all? Oh no, no, no! Did I he even know how to skate? I don't even think he knew how to skate because he scored the one goal off his butt. 
he was uh, unhappy with his lot in life, found this opportunity and went out and, and seized the day basically. And yeah. we kind of follow him through this heroic tale and, and the first goon and it, you know, it ends with you wondering whether or not he'll ever play hockey again. And it was a true story, which I found out from you. It's based on a true story. Loosely. So I looked at the goon too, and I didn't see anything based on a true story. <laughs> but same character coming back though. I had read, like I'd sent to you. Yeah, it was, it was Sean Williams got, Prizing his role. And then uh, what's his face from, uh, uh, you know, who played the uh, his uh, his adversary in the movie? What is his name? Oh, uh, 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 he was in Scream. Leave Schreiber. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Perfect. He's in it as well. Is it Leave Schreiber or? Is it Levi? Leave Schreiber. Or, it's Lieb or Lieb. Is it Lieb or Levi? Leave Schreiber. Lieb Schreiber. That guy. Played Sabretooth in uh, X-Men. Right. Sabretooth. We'll call him Sabretooth. Pronunciation. We need some. We should actually have someone we call in that just pronounces shit right for us. Yeah, we, should, we need it's to like have. We're we mildly need to, illiterate. I really wish we had like an intern with a yeah that could just correct us. Yeah, we don't have. A, you know, we don't have a producer. Get on that. We should have a producer just feeds us shit like all the big podcasts. They sound super smart. That wouldn't be a producer. We just need like a gopher, like a separate person in our ear. It's pronounced Live Shriver. <laughs> oh. Um, Live Schreiber was uh, actually the actor that you were thinking of, Jim. <laughs> and then I can just say it like I know, like they do in the news. Yeah. Live Schreiber, or Leave Schreiber, as some of you know him. Anyway, so Sabretooth played but, the adversary. And he you know, reprises his role in this, this version, which you think sounds bad. But I had read a number of reviews that really liked the movie. Yeah, you told me one of it like got it got like an eighty three percent. Yeah, eight eight point three out of ten, which was really good. But then I went to Rotten Tomatoes and they were saying like four three or four eight. So we're averaging out at around six something. It was kind of getting trolled, and for some reason, Sean William Scott brings that out of people. <laughs> yeah, people like to troll. You know, from his American Pie days, they just yeah. didn't like Stifler. Yeah, his his I don't know. He, you either love the guy or hate the guy, and. And I actually think he's pretty funny. I like him. He's I'm not. A, he's a decent actor. He's from Minnesota. He's yeah. one of our own. Yeah. So I don't know. But we are taken through this film quickly. I mean, it is. I, I felt I leaned over to my mom and I said, I feel like we're watching like a quick uh, summary of a movie because the scenes are so quick. There's, they don't warm you in and out of scenes. You're just sort of here and then there and then here and then there. How long is the movie? Hour 20? Uh, hour 10. Hour, didn't even make an hour 20? Mm-mm, I think it's about, because most people don't even want to sit for a two-hour movie. Yeah. Uh, w- when corporations pull millennials, they say 90 minutes or less for a movie. Oh, my God. And yet, if you sit down and ask someone in that age group, they don't ever tell you that. They don't really like three-hour movies, and neither did we. I did. Depends uh, on the movie. Well, I'm saying as a as a generation, I don't mind them. I liked you know Glory and Amadeus and those older those oh, yeah. longer mo- films. Good, the bad, Even the ugly. Heat was pretty a, a longer movie. I I liked them, but if you were to say you know did Generation X like it, the answer was no. No, I think I think millennials kind of get shit on in that way. Like they're always given like a well, you're the reason why there's no newspapers. You're the reason why there's no books. You're the reason why movie theaters are going away. Yeah, and it's like they don't have fucking anything to do with that. Yeah. They have nothing to do with that. They're just like we were when we were kids, when we were sneaking each other into movies, trying to get free shit, because it's the economy of poor. Yeah. And if kids can get shit for free, they will. And this movie is, by the way, not going to spend much time in the theater. I think it's already got a Blu-ray release date of October. <laughs> 
Which reminds me, because th- there was another movie that we were going to go see that had a limited uh, release, Train Spotting 2. Yeah, that was fast. That was super fast, but like I can't even find it anywhere on Blu-ray. Oh, it's already been out and gone. So like it's not even like I can't even Redbox it now. Uh, it should be in Redbox, but they funny Good thing about Redbox is Redbox. some studios have an agreement with Redbox where Redbox will not put it in Redbox for a month after it's released on DVD or Blu-ray. See, I, I feel that we're past that though. Did you know, before I finish my little review of Goon 2, that Best Buy intends to phase out movies and they are in the process of liquidating their Blu-ray, DVD, CD stock and that if they carry any media whatsoever, it'll be just a, a very small supply of the newest stuff. And that's even iffy. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about just... Wow, Best Buy it. used to be a great place to go get CDs and movies. Like, it used to be, like, one of the places to go. Remember the aisles and aisles of software? Game, I mean, games yeah. were a very minor part of their old footprint. There were f- 10 rows of DVDs and oh, VHS. rows and rows, and, yeah, rows and rows of CDs. Because they were the best because it was the nine ninety nine CD. Whereas if you went to the mall, it was like a $20 CD. Same CD, just half the price. So you always went to Best Buy. Or, you, or your local independent record store, which I highly recommend supporting. I, I just, it, they do have some vinyl there. They have like a stack of about 40 or oh, 50 they didn't have vinyl. really super popular old school albums. But outside of that. That they probably sell for like 50 bucks a record. And you can get like an actual release from the 1970s for about, oh, 10 bucks or less. It even seemed like a lot of the new music that's, high on the charts on iTunes isn't even making the CD into Best Buy. Like, they aren't even trying to sell the physical copy anymore. Well, it's all going... I mean, that's what I'm going through with the Ariel Pink thing right now. I'm I'm trying out this digital thing, and like I said, I'm, I'm going to hold off my, my my assessment of it until, uh, until, what, September 15th, whenever the album comes out, and see what they actually charge me. But right now, I, I guess I'm liking it, because I get to listen to these three songs, but... You can just go on YouTube, and someone's already put them on YouTube. So it's not like you're getting anything special in that. So, And I probably it will end up buying the album on either CD or vinyl. I don't like it. The digital? I don't like that I'm given a controlled piece of information for my dollar. Yeah. You know, I want to play a game. If I don't like the game, have the opportunity to sell that game or or be refunded a portion or put it back into the stream. Get something back for it. For my money. I yeah. bought something. I don't want to buy a kitchen table and when I'm tired of it, they just it just some people come and remove just it and goes I don't have out, the fucking table anymore. Just goes off into the ether. Yeah. yeah. And I also am not a huge fan of the fact that it's so difficult to discover things now. Discover movies, discover yeah. music. Netflix helps, but I still feel like the way that information's presented uh, is is from the mighty. It's like the king decided, well, we put the money in, this is what you're going to see on Netflix. I don't see those little shows. I don't yeah. see that stuff see, pop up. Yeah, I think that's the way Netflix is gone. I don't think it started that way. Uh, you used to Netflix used to have some really interesting just out there indies. I'm seeing less and less than that. Uh, the one thing I'll give them is they're doing more and more um, comedy specials. But then even I listened to the No Laugh Track uh, podcast that's done here in Minneapolis at Acme Comedy Club. And every week the guy has whoever's the feature on. And some of the lesser known features talk about that, you know, trying to get a Netflix special. And it's like, no, they just want Jerry Seinfeld. You know, like they were like, no one wants to be the first person to put you on something. It's kind of like that whole when you're going to get a job when you're like a teenager and they say, 
Well, do you have any experience? No. And then you can't get hired. And you're like, well, how do I get experience if no one's going to give me experience? So we suffer from that. Our show suffers from that. So uh, iTunes represents about 70% of all podcast listens. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we were new and noteworthy uh, in that two-week window, they wanted a new and noteworthy. So you and I are two nobodies. Yeah. We need to get about fifty to 100,000 plays to be considered new and noteworthy, plus have five shows. Well, we have five shows. We, had, we launched with five shows. We launched with about uh, 1,500 listens, which when you and I did research was way, way, way more listens yeah. than most shows launch with. Yep. And we weren't even in the top 100 new shows. Jeez. And... When you looked at the top 100 new shows, and this is what's super twisted, most of those new shows were new for the show. So the Nerdist had so-and-so on, their new show was going to trend as a new and noteworthy show. Uh, not not like, Life Attacks, this like brand new, new show. Brand, brand, yeah. Fuck. So, and then there's no way to get any attention. There's nobody to email at Apple. There's no, uh, you just literally have to drive traffic. Now, we could pay for, and here's another tricky thing. Some of these shows paid to have listens propel their show up in the rankings so that they could show there long enough that actual physical people would try the show, show and through synthetic listens, they would get real less listens and be then part of the rankings. If you get caught, your lifetime ban from iTunes for your show. Wow. So we could try it with you know uh, the D and D guys or whatever, and and <laughs> and see what happened. And then if yeah. they ban that, who gives a shit? Because we still had when life attacks. Right. But I don't like all of that just in principle. No, I don't either. And and it's just it seems like the digital footprint is making it harder. I mean, it, it seems like either you have money, and so you can just dump a ton into advertising, and therefore, there you go. Or you throw a dart in the dark and just happen to hit bullseye. Um, where, you know, for me, I grew up listening to the independent um, bands and stuff like that. You know, they went out, they started their own labels. You know, that's why I like the idea of this podcast. It's very DIY. And they started their own labels, and they pressed their own records, and they sent them out to people. And now, like, take the band Superchunk. They started their own record label called Merge. Um, now Merge is one of the biggest independent labels out there um, because, you know, people saw what Superchunk was doing and put it in there like, man, we like you. Can we put our music out on your label? They said, sure. And so now just... And it builds. And it, it just seems like it... You, you can't really do that anymore, it feels like. Because we're doing our own thing, but then, up uh, here's the iTunes, you know, hovering over us. Here's the, you know, the SoundCloud hovering, you know. They would tell you, I'll bet, if we were to have a guy who, was, who started a band in the 70s and 80s who was trying to get out there, he'd tell you that uh, we're lucky because we, we can distribute. Like, you guys wouldn't even be anywhere without the Internet because a radio station would have had to pick you up or you'd have to be having to do some sort of ham radio show or whatever, shortwave. Yeah. So you could at least have the opportunity where we had to have someone grant that we were good enough to be listened to. Yeah. And in th- we're probably doing the equivalent of selling our cassettes out of the trunk of a car. Yeah. But 
how, imagine that you were going to give away 20,000 cassettes every month. We couldn't even afford to do that. Yeah. So we're kind of being bitches in the way that we're <laughs> whining about it. But I would tend to lean a little more your direction because it's the same game. It's the same story. Yeah. The, the money moves and the... the yeah. The poor people watch. Yeah. And the, we're watching a lot. The, the shit shovelers shovel the shit. The goon. So goon yeah. Tell me about Goon. <laughs> well, The Goon <laughs> was an independent movie, the first one that came out. It wasn't supported by a big studio. I thought it was like straight picked in, up. Well, I thought it was straight to Netflix almost. It it spent a limited amount of time in, in the theater. And yeah. I don't think, based on the fact that they only released this to like five theaters that I could find in the metro, uh, one luckily was close to home. Uh, I don't think that they're expecting it to do big theater dollars either. However, I am 100% convinced that this isn't actually a movie, but a game. What kind of game? I think it's a drinking game. You think it's a drinking game? Yep. Uh, I don't think even if you were taking sips of beer, like gulps of beer, Mm -hmm. that you would make it through the goon to taking a drink every time they said the word fuck. So maybe that's, there's a reason they kept it an hour and 10 minutes. Because people would pick this game up and then just start getting alcohol poisoning. It's it's formidable. For sure you couldn't do it with shots. You'd be done in the first minute if it was shots. So please, if if you're if you think that this is funny and uh, you know we'll give it a shot with shots, it's in the first scene, you'll be suffering alcohol poisoning. So okay. So okay, every time they say the word fuck, then let me guess, what's the other rule? Fighting? That's all you need. Is the word fuck. Yep. That's all you need. (laughs) All conservatively, a healthy drink's what, about an ounce? Eh, Well, no, that would assume that you take 12 sips per beer. But in a drinking game, you aren't allowed to sip. That's not. Yeah, so we'll go, yeah, we'll go an ounce a drink. A healthy chug. So 12 12 a beer, yeah, 12. Obi and I, when we would play war, so we would play a drinking game using the game war. Yeah, the card game. So every time you lost an individual, you took a gulp. Right. Um, if you won, uh, I think you had to win. Uh, no, no, no. So you took a drink every time you won, but then if there was a war and you lost a war, you slammed a beer. All right. And in just a couple of those games, we would finish half a case. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with that man. Actually, that's not bad. If you guys are splitting the case, that's only that's six beers a piece. No, we aren't splitting the case. We had to each have our own case. Oh God! And uh, he, you know, he is a man that likes to have. If you don't have the appropriate amount of guy girl at your home, yeah, he's not interested. He's he's not comfortable. He he can love you like a brother. Yeah, but if it's going to be a sausage party, he might show up once. Twice a year, yeah, maybe. maybe. And that's if it's your birthday and he just feels obligated. And he shows up for like a minute, pours a drink, says hi, happy birthday, and then vamos. Even when he's got a girlfriend, I feel like he still wants art. Like <laughs> he used to call and interview us, you know, like, hey, what are you up to tonight? And it'd be like two in the afternoon. And you say, why are we, we going to get together? And he'd always give you the, all right, all right, well, I'll call you back. Because <laughs> he was interviewing yeah. each one of us to yep. see like what was the prime spot. Yep. I think I've said that before in previous shows. But um, uh, anyway, he would he would put us through some vicious drinking games, and I believe that this movie was written by someone with his same would you call it a sense of humor or dark side mindset? Maybe mindset. Okay. Yeah. 
I would say you'll drink at least a half a case of beer with this movie. You know, we, minimum. You know, we have to play this then when this movie comes out on Netflix. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're taking the Goon Two challenge. You know what? Man. I think we should record it too. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do. I think we should do a podcast on the Goon Two challenge. Every time we've done a podcast where we're drunk, it's bad. We've not released it. It's bad. <laughs> It's been bad. It's really bad. It's been real. We destroyed them, actually. Because people, yeah, yeah, they don't exist. We, 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 yeah, clear history. You <laughs> so. went and saw Mystery Science Theater 3000, right? Yeah. You and Obi, and then you're like popped in for the show, and you were like, I don't fucking care. Let's fucking get flying here. <laughs> so we destroyed that show. Didn't we destroy that show? We didn't release that, did we? I don't think we released that show, because yeah. I, think, I think you played it back to me, and the next day you are like, Travis, just... Like, you didn't even play it back. You just read me, like, one line of something I said, and I was like, oh, God. We were job hunting at the time, and I, we, I didn't, we think we reviewed it, and we're like, it's probably a bad call. <laughs> yeah. Probably not good. So, I mean, I think we should at least do it, record it. If it's worthy, we'll send it out there, but probably not. Every time we listen back to ourselves. So, actually, some of you always ask us, you guys were drinking when you did that show, weren't you? No, we weren't. <laughs> People always <laughs> ask us. So that show, pretty fucked up, right? How yeah. drunk were you? Yeah, every time, like, no, we were sober. Seriously. You were at least like, come on. <laughs> come on, smoking something, right? No, we were sober. Like, seriously, you won't do a show without having some cocktail. Yeah, well, why not? Because there's a reason. Because we have a library of deleted episodes where we've tried it. We've tried to give you guys that fucked up episode. It just sound like assholes. It wasn't good. It's not good. No, when we had Obi on for the three man, he was nervous. He was drinking. He'd tell you he wasn't nervous, but you could tell it was. Oh, he was getting. He was, was getting a little clammy. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of doing his little. I don't know what would you call that. His. He's he was, got a tick for sure. Yeah, his hands. He was sort of like mm-hmm. rubbing his hands. And, OCDing yeah. all over the place. Yep. Yeah, he. And he, remember, he would square up to the microphone, and give you very <laughs> concise speech. <laughs> As if he needed to say it in a very succinct manner. And he was like, you know, on trial defending himself. <laughs> yeah, he was not relaxed for that. We'll have to get him on sometime when he's relaxed. Yeah. But uh, if we do this drinking challenge, I can tell you that the movie wasn't as warm as the first movie. The movie had a kind of a warm, smooth yeah. feel to it. This is very, this almost makes fun of the first movie, which I thought kind of sucked. Oh, that it? Yeah, because the first one was a little heartfelt, you know? You. You felt good for the guy. You were rooting for him. It was yeah. a feel-good story, yeah. and I felt like they sort of mocked that we warmed up to him, and that maybe I'm overly sensitive about it, but that was the vibe I got. That and poor editing kind of came to light. Okay. The story's there, though. It's a decent story. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, you're following him still through the miners, and they came up with a scenario that was cool, and I think they kind of finalized the film, but you never know. Maybe <laughs> right. it does really well, and he comes back for three. Right. Um, is it a go-see-it flick in the theater? If you're a hockey fan and you like the first movie, I don't think you'll be terribly disappointed with this. But again, it's going to be out, I think, October 3rd. I think they're going to release it on Blu-ray. So like four, maybe four weeks? Yeah, you're not going to have to wait long. And it's, like I told you, when you said you couldn't make it, I'm like, well, you can probably watch it online already. Yeah, like you yeah, like were just like, well, pff, yeah, you're going to see it soon. So, Which brings me to... I bet. So we, you know, as I've told lifers frequently, we do we do 
conversate a little before he'd show to figure out, you know, well, what do we want to do this week? And Travis proposed a bet. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little pudgy. And uh, I think there's a reason they call it a beer belly. I don't see it, really. I feel it. I feel feel, it. You feel pudgy. I feel pudgy. Why? I don't know. I just, I I got a feeling every time a girl sees me, they're just like, fat fuck scum. God damn it. I don't don't like it. I don't feel good. I I don't feel good. So I'm thinking there's a reason. Do you hear it rumbling right now? It's rumbling. I, I, it know, knows that I'm talking about it and that I'm trying to destroy up. it. Back me up. We just did an entire show about why you weren't ready to date. Yeah. And now we're proposing a bet that directly impacts your fuckability. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. That makes no sense. Let's get nuts. That makes no sense. Why? Because you had... You know how this frustrates me. You had your own fucking thing. You were going to do POF or some other online dating thing. You were going to take us through the misery and the trials and tribulations of it. You at times just refused. Number of times just were just not comfortable with it. And then we did a whole show about, you know, rationalizing, well, this is where I am mentally. And now we're going to do a bet because you're feeling pudgy and the girls aren't into you. Um, more so just because I'm feeling pudgy and, and I think, uh, you know, I just don't like. You mean when you put it that way, Jim? I'm just not feeling my best. I'm not feeling my best, Jim, and um, I think that I would actually benefit from this bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> All right. So what's the bet? All right. I'm gonna go a month. I'm gonna go a month without drinking. I think I can do it. I think I can make it. I brought it up to Obi. He's like, "Are you fucking nuts?" All <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, damn it, man. I could see like two weeks. Do two weeks. Do one week. A month? What the fuck? This is like, you know, like summer's coming to an end. These are the nice days. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'd like to actually go out and enjoy it. See it through some clear eyes. Remember it. So what is the bet? All right. Specifics. Okay. I can't drink any alcohol for one month. Beginning when? Well, see, this is the trick because I'm going to a soccer game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I used to have these same arguments with myself when yeah. I was talking about this. Yeah, because yeah. it's like... How can I not go to a soccer game? I mean, once again, yeah, we're in Minnesota, so I don't think there'll be a soccer riot. But in the off chance that there is, I want to be in a drunk soccer riot. Hmm. I think you'd fare better sober, but okay. Yeah. If there is no riot, a lot of people would argue you'll need the booze to get through it because soccer can be a little light on Exactly, and that's what I'm thinking too. Like, how am I going to make it through a fucking soccer game without a little, little help? I tend to like so- soccer. I, you know, I would just watch the United States lose to Costa Rica, which is unfortunate. But the more I watch it, the more I'm picking up on uh, the action in between goals. I'm learning more about the game. But you've got to have to, you know, it's like baseball. You got to wanna. If you don't right. wanna, then nah, you're gonna want to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I'll let you set the terms. Okay. Either uh, the bet starts. We'll say no white after Labor Day. So Tuesday after Labor Day. So you're not going to drink Yeah, at UFC Minnesota or Minnesota football clubs. Minnesota, Minnesota FC. United FC for yeah, bomb, the, the, the club soccer goal. Um, Do they have a fucking pelican for the or a loon for the? It's weird, right? It's weird. I, 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 know, nothing, I know nothing about it. It's I'm a DC target. sports fan. I know there's DC United. So then when I was like, wait, Minneapolis United? 
Is everyone united? It pisses me off that we're not even getting like seventh tier talent. Like already, uh, the so the I'm gonna I'm gonna, leagues, so I'm gonna go leagues. see so I'm gonna go see a shitty soccer team for sure because all of the great soccer players aren't coming here for contracts. They're you know they're getting you know fifty nine million dollars to play on a you know small German team for shit's sake. Okay, so if I do it after Labor Day, that'll be Tuesday the fifth. So then I've got to go through till Friday, uh, Thursday the fifth of October. You're never gonna make it. Or you're never gonna make it. Or 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 we're we're a little fair, and we start it after the soccer game, and we go Monday the eleventh to Wednesday October the eleventh. I'll let you pick. Surrey, give me Arizona State football schedule. <laughs> I know, I know. This is gonna tell me. This is gonna tell me right here, like. That, well, I, that's why I'm I'm hoping. Yeah, dude, you play Oregon on the 23rd, you're fucked, and then Stanford after that, you're not gonna make it till then. I know it's gonna be hard. It's gonna hard. be hard. You're never gonna make it. So Won't okay, so if, so okay, so if I make it, that's what I'm saying. So if I make it, you, you're, you're fucking taking me out. Down, you're taking me. You're taking Stewie out. We're we're doing St. Paul. We're doing Minneapolis. We're having fucking crazy night. So it's a $200 night for me to take you guys out if you win. Yeah. All right. So what do I get if I win? I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see you've thought this through. Uh, this isn't winnable. I can't even take this. This isn't winnable. What does October look like? Washington, Utah, SC. It's rough. It's rough. I, I know you, and you don't take Arizona football lightly, which you should when we'll get to that later, but... Uh, That's you're Arizona never State football. You're ne- you're, I'm sorry, yes, Arizona State. I mean, you're never gonna. It's no way. There's no. Way. I don't see a month in here. You're not gonna drink. And Baltimore's back in the mix. The Orioles. Uh, They're yeah. all just on the precipice of making the playoffs. Yeah, they'll disappoint. They always do. The, and then the Capitals start in October, so we can't go for pay into October. Well, well, yeah, that's you know by the fifth, by the fifth, that'll be good. It'll be good, you know. Mm-hmm. Capitals will be starting then after the fifth. We're going out for it once again next if week. I, we're going to talk about it. We're going to we're going to nut up and go see that once. Yeah, that's going to be fucked. That's intense. Did uh, you see Stephen King, dude, hung one red balloon in the window of his home. So when you pass Stephen King's house, you just see the one fucking red balloon. Guy's such a creep. God, he's a creep. So if we start this after the ninth, I can do the it thing. So now we're pushing it. That's what I'm saying. You said the the Tuesday after Labor Day. Now we're pushing it because Labor Day is tomorrow. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. How about till? Do you think I can make it from after Labor Day till the ASU Oregon game? Would that be a more fair bet? That's not long enough. That's two weeks. I know. You, two weeks? I'm $200 for two weeks. You out of your fucking mind? That's actually three weeks. That's two and a half weeks. You got to quit drinking for a solid month. Solid month. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, what happens to me if I fuck up? Well, I'm going to get $200 out of you one way or another. I'm feeling labor, actually. I know how you hate it. So you're going you're gonna to put me to work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See all that forest out there? We got to clear it. Holland, wood chipping, it'll be fun. I mean, nothing. I'd rather play soccer than log lumber. I mean, it sucks. And that's worth it to me. It's like, all right, if I lose, because eh, it costs me about 500 bucks to have people do it. And this is easy money. 
There's no way you're going to make this. Now I'd a, a, you know it. You can see it in your face. <laughs> I've done it before, but I did it in the dead of summer when there were no sports going on. It's going to be, I, I don't want to call it medication season, but it seems like in the fall you're always super busy. And yeah. so when you get super busy at work, you never like that. No. Number two, seasons are changing. It's an opportune time. I mean, crisp beer on a fall day during football season, someone starts a grill, it's over. It's over. It is. It's completely over. It is. Plus, where you work, don't they have a liquor store within like 50 feet? Yeah. Fuck. I do like beer on, on autumn days. There's no way you're going to win this. Plus, one of your best friends is Obi. There's no way you're going to win this. And I'm going to his house today after we do this, actually. I'm going straight to his place. I remember shortly after I quit smoking, he and I had kind of spent some time around one another. And he kept, he couldn't believe that I had quit smoking. And he kept going through like all of the things that he liked about smoking and how he could never do it. And how he'd like take a drag that looked amazing. And then be like, man, I'd never do it. Not me. All right. How about till September 30th? That's a Saturday. I can drink on September 30th. That way I still get a little autumn in there. That is not a month. And you want me to That's take two people to out drinking. Okay, just me then. So we can pay his own tab. He won't go if he's got to pay his own tab. <laughs> That's true. He can't, yeah. Um, Actually, I'm confident that Stewie's not going to be a $100 date, so I'm happy to bring him along. For mm -hmm. those of you that didn't hear the uh, episode, Stewie is our resident pharmacist, uh, and he... Uh, no, you, you almost want to call him a toxicologist because it's really all we bring him in for. It's like, <laughs> so how did this fucker die? Or how do you get super high? Uh, I, I, I don't know. And his, his wife seems like a ball buster a bit. Yeah, she might, she might not even let him out. I don't know if he can just freely leave Camp David. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, this is looking even better for you. This, this bet, fuck this bet. This bet is too skewed. You proposed the bet. I know, I know. I was feeling really ballsy about it, and then uh, they're starting to go up into my stomach here. The more, mm -hmm. the more you make me think about this, the more I don't like this. Well, maybe we can amend the bet. Okay. Uh, I wasn't going to get into this right now, but uh, you and I usually bring up how life attacked us. Right. And I had a physical oh, this week with a planned physical. Go see the physician, get labs, all of that. And at your age, did you get the... Uh... At 45, they oh, he, he 45. prepared oh, me for oh, that, oh. although offered it, which was polite. It was very nice of them. Uh, I had to make my doctor's appointment like two months in advance to get in, Sounds which I thought was right. pretty crazy. Yeah. And uh, since... Uh, so I was diagnosed with diabetes, type 2 diabetes, about, uh, uh, let's see, eight years ago. Okay. And at the time, I was... Now, explain to him which one type 2 is. So type 1 is uh, your body doesn't produce insulin. That's like full-blown diabetes. And uh, which they'll probably cure. And type 2 is blood resistance to it. So, uh, so would that be like the HIV of diabetes? <laughs> I don't know if I want to characterize it quite like that, but uh, uh, apparently my system doesn't want to process the sugar. And so the, the threat of your body not processing uh, high amounts of sugar is that it does damage the extra sugar crystals do damage to your organs and to your, your blood. So 
you have to take medication to lower it. Did you take metformin? And uh, at the time, I was prescribed metformin and told I needed to lose significant weight. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was, I don't know. I wasn't 300 pounds, but I was close. And most people didn't believe I was that heavy. I You wore the weight well? Quote, unquote, wore the weight well. And uh, over that period of time, I've lost 81 pounds. So right now I weigh actually more than that. I weigh uh, 217 and a half. That's okay. what I weigh right now. And for the last, I don't know, while I was losing the weight and while I've been working all this, these jobs, um, I checked my sugars and they were continually low. And so I was, I was doing well. Things, yeah. things were good. Things were good in Jimtown. Yep, things were good in Jimtown. And uh, I had noticed while I was checking myself that my sugars were going up and up and up. And I had not seen the doctor in so long that I was no longer taking medicine. And because uh, I didn't need it. Yeah, my, you were my, feeling I good. I was fine. Yeah. Well, uh, particularly the two months in between because I had my shoulders started fucking hurting, right? Real quick, how many, how, were you taking metformin three times a day? Uh, no, I was taking it, uh, twice a day. How many tablets? To just, just one. Okay. So you weren't too bad. So no. like a one month supply would have been 60 tablets. Uh, well, he doesn't do it like that. Uh, he usually gives you a lot three months because it's hard to get into. So it would be 180. Yeah. Something like okay. that. Okay. You're not quite at fat fucky level here, but. Well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm noticing that even over the past two months, that my my numbers are getting kind of high, and I'm I'm and what's weird is, I'm trying to control it by eating better. So I'm like, well, I won't eat this proper diet, exercise. Yeah, I should remedy it. And at this point, uh, I don't drink any any pop. I might have a pop when I go out to a restaurant. You know, like I might drink that kind of pop. I don't have any pop in the house. I don't drink sugar pop at all. I don't drink sugar pop at a restaurant. Even I was drinking diet. What is pop? Soda, pop, whatever. (laughs) And, uh, well, anything carbonated for that matter. I really don't drink it. I usually have like water, vitamin water zeros or uh, water or... Water is probably just the best. Iced tea or whatever. And then, uh, you know... Iced tea is sugary. No, I don't have... Sweet, yeah. I don't have it sweetened. And then if I do sweeten it, I was using, you know, a a diet sweetener, a sugar-free sweetener. Oh, the cancer ones. Pick your poison. <laughs> I know. Uh, Something's going to get you in the end. So, uh, uh, and, you know, I don't eat a lot of bread. I almost never have pasta or rice. So that's tough. I love pasta. But the difference of American pasta, very bad. Go to Italy, you can eat that pasta and be fine. It's totally different. I, I can't explain it. It's I just can, different. I, I take your word for it. I just know that um, when you know, the, that food cooking at home had become so expensive yeah. that you can't just eat pure protein all the time unless you always want round-the-clock chicken breasts. Yeah. So to make to stretch your ingredients, most households will add noodles, add rice, add something. Yep. And for me, I'm not a huge fan of cooked vegetables. I like raw vegetables, raw salads, raw stuff like that. I can do either or. And uh, I kind of, I've, so I've always really liked, I'm not like a, you know, fat fuck need to just, slam a loaf of bread into my mouth like i always like food i always like new food new dishes yeah and the adventures of eating food is great yeah i loved it well when you're got this kind of a situation you can't you can't you, you just, know you, you it sucks it's like i'll have a che- i'll have one cheeto it's almost like an al- you know it's like an alcoholic you know they love their fucking boot and then you're like you can't drink 
No. And most food that tastes good either has a lot of salt, a lot of sugar, a lot oh, of Oh, it's something. dirty. It's, it's naughty. It's got a lot of yeah. a lot of things that you're not supposed to have. Even fruit, you gotta watch when you're uh, fruit can type be sugary. how much fruit you have. Fruit can be sugary. But those are natural sugars though. So this is taking me in to go see my doctor, right? right. Like and my dad, uh, so it's not a fat fuck thing. I, I'd okay. love to take personal credit for it being a fat fuck thing, although I was <laughs> a fat fuck at the time. Uh, both my grandparents uh, on both sides of the family and my dad, and I don't know how far it goes back because it really wasn't some, type 2 wasn't something they really looked at in the last, you know, it's really kind of become more prevalent in the last century. Yeah. You couldn't even test. They gave you something you could urinate on in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, like a pee stick or something. Yeah, now yeah. you have like blood tests and things, and it's yeah. gotten more sophisticated, so they're picking up They even have like pumps and monitors now that people are putting on their stomach. My grandfather, he's type 1, he's, he was considering getting one of those. Because he's just getting sick of just poking himself in the stomach, you know, a couple times a day. Yeah, it regulates. And in fact, keeping somebody who's type 1 alive to the point where their grandfather is possible today where what might not have been years before. Well, it was insane. That's how, why he quit football. He got, yeah, his diabetes, I guess, kicked in when he was like a sophomore in college playing for Arizona State. And now you can play with diabetes. Mm-hmm. You have diabetic players playing. It's fine. But of course, in the... Jay early- Cutler. Yeah, in the early 60s, though, they didn't, you know, they were just like, fuck. Hey, you're not going to heal. Yeah, like, we're going to keep you on. You can keep your scholarship, but, um, you know, you're, you're, you're playing. It's pretty much done. So I, I'm, I, I know I got to go into the doctor. So I go in and uh, uh, I'm going to get the physical and, you know, they take my weight and, and, you know, the usual stuff before you go in and sit down with the doctor. Did then you, you sit down with the nurse and she takes your blood pressure. And when she first takes my blood pressure, my blood pressure is high. And I'm like, no way. I've been I can smoking eight years. I I've believe done it. this. I've done that. No way. You don't wear your stress well. <clears throat> I don't. So she has me take a few deep breaths and whatever, because yeah. I'm always nervous to go see the doctor. Because when you go see the doctor, before you go, something might be wrong. Where if you go into the doctor, he's going to tell you that this is what's wrong and here's why you're going to die. <laughs> right. And it's, it's almost the ostrich. And like, if I don't see it, it's fine. Right. Nobody tells me. I'm fine. And I have that like, bad. But yeah, that's the way I would be too. Like before I walk in here, I don't have cancer. But the second I walk in there, I might have cancer. And he does blood tests to check. So my doctor, when if, if you don't come in to see him for a while and he's going to do tests, he goes and he's checking white blood cell counts for cancer. Oh, he's racking up the bill. He's, he's racking up the bill from the money that you owe him because you didn't stop by for a while. Well, and he, he'd tell you that because it's an annual physical to actually, to my benefit, to do it all in this visit because it's a lot cheaper and such and such is covered and so okay. on. But although all of those financial benefits and health benefits exist in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to die and he's going to find something. Cause yes. I'm a little neurotic about it. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm telling him, I'm like, well, Hey, here's where things are and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I know my A1C is going to be high and da, da, da. And he's like, well, we got to test for it, but I need to do a full physical. And so before I, shortly after I quit smoking, he had done the thing where, you know, first he leaves the office. He's like, strip down to your boxers and I'll come back and it'll be a full physical. And when you get a diabetic physical, uh, it differs from other physicals because they'll do sensitivity on your extremities to make sure you're not having nerve damage or other issues. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of freaky. Yeah. You know, do you feel this? And you're like, I feel it, but am I feeling it the way I'm supposed to be? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, I've got like this numbness on like my big toe on the top of it. I'm like, maybe I am becoming a fat fucky. Maybe I need to. <laughs> That's not the way to say that. <laughs> maybe I do have sugar sensitivities. Maybe corporate America is poisoning me and they don't know why they're killing the population. Maybe I should eat better and drink less. I, I've heard drinking's 
like a way to fend off being diabetic. Not like full blown drinking though. Not know, like, like Obi style. They tested a bunch of people and why? <laughs> because it just like burns it out, like I the alcohol. Thin, a, it thins out your blood, and B, it, it, they're just. You'd have to read up on it. I'm not. Uh, I would advocate like I a couldn't drink even a day. paraphrase it. Yeah. Par- paraphrase it correctly, but um, I'm thinking like they're like a glass of wine a day or something. If you don't, so if you find out, for those of you that have found out that you've got this issue or that you might have this issue, if you stay in check with your doctor and you do the miserable shit that's required for you to regulate it, you can live a long quality life. Mm-hmm. If I behave like my dad did, where he wanted to see the doctor as little as possible, and when something happened, he didn't want to address it because he was either afraid or whatever. And ultimately, your big surprise is a massive stroke, and it fucks your whole life up. Uh, you know that's that's something I'm trying to avoid. So yes. when I was self-regulating, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, yeah. and I started to see things go the other way. Uh, and, and then you know, and I helped me as you know, I spent a lot of time with my dad, taking care of my pop, and mm-hmm. doing stuff with him. There's that stark reminder of don't be a fucking moron. Right. Go to the doctor. This is your future. If, if you don't do it. And he, yeah. My dad would tell you that too. My dad yeah. would tell you if he could do it over again, he yeah. wouldn't have it's been a good, good shit. Yeah, it's good that people, when they are in that, instead of, oh, pity me, they say, no, learn. Right. Learn. So I went to the doctor and, um, you know, as I said, I had to disrobe and he goes through the usual things. I can, you know, I, I'm just trying sensitivities. to picture you, just your face while you have to disrobe. And uh, the last <laughs> time he checked my lungs, he said uh, uh, he was almost certain I was going to have emphysema. Yeah. And that, that was, this was eight years ago when you quit smoking? No, or? no, this was, uh, so I hadn't seen him in about 30 months. So about two and a half years was yeah. the last time, which he wasn't happy about. Okay. Uh, cause, cause of my condition, I need to see the doctor a lot more frequently, keep right. up with my medicine. But I was so two and a half years ago, you'd been not smoking for roughly five and a half years. Yeah. And he still thought you were going to have emphysema. He's like, you know, these just for having quit, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's, uh, it's getting better, but, uh, we really need to watch this. And so when he gets the, you know, but see, uh, there's multiple health things going on. I'm a young guy, so it's fucking yeah. with me, right? I'm just in my 30s. I don't yeah. have laundry list of problems like this. I'm in my 30s. Uh, so he, now keep in mind, I have had other doctors looking at me for other things that uh, my wife and I have been doing. So it's not like I'm going totally unregulated. I have other checks and balances from other parts of the medical, but he's the one who kind of controls this aspect of my life. Anyway, he listens and he's like, they sound good. They sound great. In fact, I don't hear any of the things I heard before. And I'm like, so I'm not going to have emphysema because I'm neurotic. Yeah. You tell me it's not emphysema. It's not emphysema. He said, well, you're lucky enough that your lungs are repairing themselves. And I've been complaining about my shoulders and, and, uh, uh, you know, I can't throw a ball. I can't. Yeah. My shoulders are just Your your shoulder's fucked. So I went to, and I'm talking to him about the shoulder, and he's like, you know, diabetics can get something called frozen shoulder, and since both your shoulders are bugging you. (laughs) All uh, of a sudden, there's this new thing for you to be neurotic. Yeah, he's like, your your sugars are probably too high, and, uh, you know, we're going to get you in to see a sports therapist, but we need to get these down. And uh, Are you back on the metformin? Oh, I don't want to go through all the personal specifics, but let's just say I'm being handled. Okay. And I have to go back in three months because he's... He's very serious about me getting some of the things that are going on with me are not great. Now, those of you that have never seen me or met me, I do not look like, you know, (laughs) I'm a suffering person. I'm actually quite vital, but uh, I'm 
41, and if I can get these things under control. In four years, he's really going to handle you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he mentioned that, and I told him I wasn't ready to take our relationship to that level. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you, if you get control of it and you manage it, you're okay. Yeah. If you don't and you ignore it, you got trouble. Yeah. In all, all seriousness, yeah. Um, if you're feeling like something is wrong with you, I guess the moral of the story is don't just, you know, don't try to tough guy it. Get yourself checked out. And it's important. Yes. Yeah, very important. So anyway. Uh, Take care of yourselves because we want you guys to be around here as long as we want to be around. So any guy that's had a physical knows that at the end of the physical, he wants to do uh, a check yes. of your equipment. Yes. And, you know, uh, to, as I've gotten older, I've, I've just gotten to a point where I've accepted that that part's got to happen and I'm more fearful of whatever the tests are going to bring. And this is right. just sort of a formality. Right. So he's like, uh, all right. It's well. the handshake at the end. <laughs> he's like, stand up, <laughs> drop your drawers. Huh. And I'm like, all right, fuck. So let's get up off the table, drop my drawers. And all of a sudden, while I'm standing, he's sitting in a chair, right? Yeah. Eyes dick level. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably 24 inches away from me, right? Yeah, yeah. Close enough to me that when I look at him, he's looking up at me. Could you feel the heat of his breath? <laughs> Which is cool if it's a chick, not cool if it's your male doctor. And and he's talking, right? And I'm just standing there, you know. Like, dude, get this over with. Exposed. Yeah. Waiting for my check. And he's, you know, musing and talking. Ha, 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 like, like it's not a big deal. Like, like, like yeah, me just yeah. standing there disrobed is like. Yeah, with, with, with you on your knees right by my dick. <laughs> like, it's of no consequence to him whatsoever. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, don't talk. I don't want to feel the warmth of your breath. Like, how, how long would you have let that go? Before you said something to the Seriously, doctor. Seriously, once, once I felt the warmth of the breath, I would have just been like, can we? Can you we? added that. I didn't feel the warmth of the breath. <laughs> okay. Definitely, had I had had I felt the warmth of the breath, I, I would have punched somebody. It would have yeah, been over. It would have been weird. It would have been over. Um, I don't know. Three long seconds. He was. I don't that know. Cl- he's that close. Oh man! If your face was my midsection, that's, about that's twenty-four like, like, to thirty inches. Yeah. No. Let's let's just do this. Let's get in. Let's get out. Let's, All right. Let's let's do this. So I, I tried three the, seconds would be very long. <laughs> I tried the polite approach. He finishes his fifteen second sentence. Fifteen seconds, and I'm like, that's uh, a quarter of a minute. So I was like trying, like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I tried <laughs> to say <laughs> those <laughs> concluding things so yes, I didn't have yes, to offer yes. anything. And in summation, <laughs> <laughs> this went on for about forty five seconds. Oh, that's three quarters of that. That's minute. a long time to stand naked in front of somebody who's like I said. Those three seconds can feel like thirty minutes, and then. When, when we got to the actual thing... You multiplied that by 15. It wasn't cough. The cough was a minor part. The cough's gone? The cough's and not... Now the, I thought ch- it was turning cough. Now they check for testicular cancer. There's a fondling. Oh, that's right. There is fondling now. Yes, there is. Yeah. That was different. <laughs> did it take you by surprise? Or did well, he tell it was you, about... Or did he say, I'm going to do this now? Or did he just straight up just... It felt like 15 seconds, but could have been seven because it felt long. Yeah. Like, you know... Yeah. This is awkward. Yeah. And and he was reporting on it the same way you would if you were looking at somebody's tires. <laughs> Pretty good tread. Yep. Good sit. <laughs> Walls are good. You're going to want to look after these about 20,000 miles. <laughs> I'm like, just standing there like, okay. <laughs> you know, don't be alarmed. This one's always bigger than the other one. It's in everybody. I'm like, okay. 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 I'm cool. I bought the lifetime warranty. <laughs> 
And then, you know, and he stands up, gives a, pulls the gloves off. Well, we'll see you in the three months, Jim. And you're just kind of like, oh, my God, what just happened? <laughs> I feel so. Yeah. Feel so so, uh. so that, that was my, my, uh, my attack moment. I, 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 just, I just didn't like it. But anyway, because I weighed 217 and a half pounds, going back to your bet. Yes. Um, it's been requested of me to lose another 20 pounds. Okay. No, that's just fucking, that's tough for me. Right. I usually, it's so, tough for anybody, especially once you hit a plateau level. Most people have a, my plateau level is around 200, 205. That's sort of my plateau level because I'd like to be about 195. Well, that would, and I'll be right there with you. I'll be at 195. Like, so if I lose 20 pounds, I'll be at like 197 or so. Okay. What we need is to get your buddy Klauser on here, give us a little workout program. No, I don't, don't want to get pumped like that. Dude, straight just. He's jacked up, man. He just, oh, man. I've yeah. seen him on Instagram. People that follow uh, any of the social stuff we do on uh, When Life Attacks, you'll see this guy pop up, and he's just, he's gone from smushy to... He's swole, bro. Yeah, he's swole. Fucking, what is going on? He's, like, I, f- I, feel, I feel a little bad about myself. Like, what is he eating? <laughs> yeah. People? <laughs> we should maybe bring him in for a consult, because I need to drop 20 pounds. And I don't want to lose a ton of muscle. Now, one of the reasons that things have gotten out of hand is my shoulders started hurting, and so I started doing less of the really heavy now, labor now, and farming it out. Now, do you want to? You probably want to lose twenty pounds without running. No, right? I already run and walk. Oh, you do run? Yep. Okay. See, for me, I want to lose the weight without running because I fucking hate running. I see no point to it. I'm like, where am I running? Why am I running? Where am I going? You wouldn't like the way that I run. I, I can't even picture you running. Well, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> Probably run like a girl. No, no, I just actually I know girls. Girls run better than me, so I don't. I don't sprint because to. I'm over 160 pounds. I you know use different way you have to run if you don't want to just fucking kill your joints. Seriously, my sixth birthday party, a girl beat me at. We had a race and I got smoked by a girl. So I can't. Yeah, sorry. No, personal I think memory my, came bubbling to the surface. I, I could foot race my 73-year-old mom, and she'd kick my ass. I've always been slow. Yeah. I just I, don't have good form. I, I mean, I wouldn't say I've been, I was always slow, because I would typically, whenever you know, you'd have the big class races, I would typically finish in the top 10, 15%, but... They'd have me race a disabled. But, but, I, <laughs> but I had girls, though, that, like, <laughs> that's why, like, I don't, you know, you run like a girl, you throw... I have gotten my ass severely whipped in running, like from girl, like women just have kicked my you know, ass. We've gotten some feedback about your sexism. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're very boy girl. They're listening. Okay. They hear you. Really? That's mm-hmm. funny. I, I thought I was uh, doing all right. A lot of like a girl stuff. What's that? A lot of like a girl stuff. Most girls are pretty good shape in comparison to their male counterparts. Oh, yeah. The obesity trend amongst men is far outreaches women. We're the slobs. Yeah, we're not good. Girls are the ones that are, you know, doing 15 pull-ups. Can you do a pull-up? I can do a pull-up. I can do a pull-up. No, not with my shoulders right now. Maybe my shoulders are fixed. Okay. I can do pull-ups. I can do... The key with pull-ups is is just getting that first one over with. Once you get that first one, then you can get into a rhythm and you can do more. Uh, But if you can't do that first one, then you're fucked. Are you comfortable doing an on-air weigh-in? Oh, fuck you, man. I'm feeling fat and insecure right now. Well, we're going to do a bet. Got to do a weigh-in. So, okay. So what's this bet going to... Propose the bet to me first. Well, because drinking is not really realistic to yeah. ban from your lifestyle. Okay. Quickest one down, 20 pounds. First one down, 20. See, but that... 
No, because I mean, I can lose 20 pounds in water weight. I seriously can. Okay. And like it. two weeks. Perfect. That's not fair. But because, and then that's cheating myself because if I just drop two pounds in water weight, I'm doing nothing good for my body. Just dropping two pa- 20 pounds in water weight. You're not going to drop 20 pounds of water weight in two weeks. Three weeks. And dropping that water weight will include some undesirable some weight. Okay, so... So if I dropped down, I'd be, uh, one, I'd be 197 and a half boxer weight. Be in my boxers. Obviously, if I had my car keys, wallet, cell phone. I haven't weighed in in a while. So I've got a feeling it's not good. <laughs> I got a feeling if I drop to 20 pounds, I might be just under what you are. Uh, I'm, you're not 237 and a half right now. No, no, I suppose not. I'm 217 I'm, I'm, and a half. I'd, I'd probably say I'm about, what, 220, 225? I don't know. Probably about 220, 225, I'd say. Right now I wear an extra large shirt instead of a double X shirt in my all of my pants should be either a 36 or a 34, and I, I don't know. I don't want to go blow much money on new clothes. Yeah. So I like, I like they all fit me awkward. People, yep. you know, like I'm wearing my. Dad's. I was always yeah. I was always a 32, 33, and then I hit my 30s, and it was a 34, and then this last set I bought, I had to buy 36. But what I'm hoping to do is get it back down and just wear a belt with the new clothes. My new suit doesn't fit. Like I bought a new suit last my year. My old large, yeah, my old large t-shirts. You know, I might have to start thinking again. You know what? Fuck this. Yeah, let's Why don't do we this. Just switch clothes. You give let's me your this. clothes, I'll give you my clothes, and you don't have to lose any weight. I'll give you my old clothes because I my my suit's way too big. You're wearing an Iron Maiden shirt right now. Yeah, I don't think I could see Travis walking around rocking Iron Maiden. It's a fucking badass shirt. It is a badass shirt. That's the Killers album cover. But Travis couldn't do it. Travis can't pull off Iron Maiden. Sure, he can. <laughs> um. All right. Um, it's better than the Partridge family. I'm not wearing the Partridge family. But you could, we could see you wearing the Partridge family. No, I wasn't that guy. I was more of a Brady Bunch fan. It's very focused. <laughs> I just feel like your, your, your tastes are very, uh, they're, they're buried in communal um, bohemian, what do you call it, bohemianism. Sure. Uh, I feel like <laughs> sure. that. Sure. Not hipster, but very, you know, locally sourced. Okay. Sure. A little less of what, you know, I was talking to Obi and he's like, we were talking about your music and he's like, it's all the same. It all sounds the same. And I was like, dude, you sound like an old man. <laughs> it does. His music all sounds the same. Really? Well, uh, hearing Aerosmith for the 300,000th time in a row, like, it's beautiful. That, that doesn't sound the same to you? It's beautiful. Before he was on whatever listening music to, show he was on. He listening was to great. 93X all day? That all sounds the same to me. Uh, 93X is a rock metal station because people don't play instruments anymore when they do music. It gets limited new content. Yes. And it's not good. So, uh, (laughs) oh, and it's not good too. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) So, blow me. (laughs) I don't know. Well, the, 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 the bat needs to uh, have some parameters. So uh, if we don't know where you start in the whole, the whole design of you not drinking is in fact to lose weight. Why don't we just, we'll do just a go for a straight mutual lose, let's lose weight, weight loss bet. You know what? I don't even want to bet on this. <sighs> Come on. No, I think it would just be good for us. We, we, we can share in this pain together, Jim. It we never should, works. You we have should to have do this incentive. together. You have to have incentive. Um, all right. So what's the incentive then? Um, because, I told you, I'd take you drinking. Because, because if you lose 20 pounds before me, I'm going to feel good for you anyway. Good. No, I'm not, you know, and I don't want to go fucking wood chipping. 
well, I don't want to pay $200 to go out, so, so we both uh, are incentivized to win the bet. Okay, tell you what. First one down, 20 bucks, buys, pays, pays the movie ticket next time we go No, somewhere. I'll have movie pass by then because oh, yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, movie pass. Buys the food at the theater. I'm losing weight. I'm not going to eat the food. I went last Fuck. night and eat shit. Yeah. I didn't um, even drink the water my mom got me. Well, that's just wrong. Yeah, it's like five bucks, too, for fucking water. Jesus. Um, I think we you'll, need to get back to people. You, no, you'll wood chip, and I'll take you drinking, you and Stewie. I don't want to And wood- it will be super good, because Stewie's going to then be a support system for you. Be like, put that fucking candy bar down. Don't drink that Mountain Dew. We're going to go drinking on Jim's Nickel. All right, first one down 20 pounds? First one down 20 pounds. All right, you got to bet. Are we going to lead them into what we got next week for them? Uh, well, we still have uh, we still have one last thing. What do we have? Uh, we have you. It's you. It's all on you, man. I was promised the story of your death, and I haven't received it. The story of my death. Yeah, I got uh, I got illegally lane shifted the other day, just driving to work. I don't know where these assholes come from. There's never a cop, of course, when they happen. This is how life attacked you. Yeah. Because you were upset. Yeah. Well, I'm driving to work and like this guy just came out of nowhere, just blind spotted me. I need me. the deets. Where are you? I'm um, driving to work. I'm on Lone Oak Road. So you're on a... I'm getting ready to get onto the highway. For a city road, it's kind of heavy, it's, it's heavy a, traffic. It's about a 45, 50 mile per hour zone and kind of comes up, blind spots me, starts making a lane change. While he's, like, next to me, and, you know, I don't have a bullhorn or anything. I'm just saying that, guy, hey, guy, hey, guy, <laughs> you know? And then just, oh, and then just kind of speeds up and just toof, cuts right in front of me. Did you slam on the Barely. brakes? No, 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 you don't slam on the brakes because that's how you get rear-ended. Goes over, and what does he do? He cuts me off only to go back into the right lane. It's not like he cut me off because, oh, I need to get into the left lane to make a turn. He just nearly takes me out, mm-hmm. then comes up, nearly takes me out again, gets in the left lane in front of me, and then goes back into the right lane. He didn't Why? nearly die. Why? Why did he do that, though? Why did he nearly do that? You're such a sensitive what? flower, man. You didn't, did nearly, he? didn't even have to slam on your brakes. This person just annoyed you. Well, yeah. That's not enough. Fuck him people listening are like you want to hear about my day well you know what you fucking built it up into this thing i didn't tell you that i nearly died well i said well how did life attack you this this week and you're like well well i'm sorry i didn't go to the hospital and get told that i have cancer well no see and you know what i've noticed a lot of commercials are like avoid cancer diabetes like that's how they're putting it like any of the really like leukemia none of that shit shows up it's just cancer and diabetes ah yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I already knew, so that wasn't uh, that wasn't a surprise to me that I was sick. The ball check was a little intimate. Was all I didn't necessarily need that type of caressing in my afternoon. I just wanted to get in and out, and let's take a little blood level and tell me if I need to get back in the meds. Real quick, I want to clarify something though. If I lose this bet, I'm wood chipping, right? I'm not doing that clearing bullshit. I'm I'm just I'm the wood chipper. No, we don't. We'll have, we have to drag I get to be the guy. I get to be the guy from Fargo and just wood chip. Do I right? have a fucking wood chipper for trees? We have to cut it down, cut it in half, drag it up to the street, and a wood chipper will come. A private company Wait, will come. Wait, you want me to have an axe? We have an axe, a chainsaw, nippers, You loppers. don't want me to have that. 
You'll be fine. No, I won't. Sure you will. No, I won't. That's fine. Then you can just carry. Believe me, you'd rather be the cutter than the carrier. I think I'd rather be the carrier. I don't trust myself with a chainsaw. All right. Well, that was James Hamilton. That was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. At that time, you've agreed to be referee. This is Obi-Wan. Yes, I have uh, accepted that responsibility. I will monitor these two. Okay. Um, They're both scheduled to lose 20 pounds. Don't think either one of them are going to do. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Um, what am I, uh, so Jim, Jim self-proclaimed weighing in at 217. I have a witness. What am I weighing in at? 